Welcome to the Be Free Radio Show. It's so good to have you today. I'm Loretta Roschke, and I hope you're excited about the Word of God. I hope you're excited about praising God and serving Him. We serve a good, good God, and He's a good, good Father. Well, I've got Dawn Kennedy in the house. Good morning. <laughs> hey, Dawn. <laughs> I caught her distracted there. Um, we are going to dive in. To God's Word. I hope you have your Bible. And I want you to turn to Matthew 26. We're going to talk about, uh, I've, I've entitled this, The Cup. And I ministered this last night. Uh, I spoke at a church and we led worship. And I really feel like it's relevant uh, for where we are right now. And uh, so let's, we're going to read uh, several scriptures in the Word. I'm a Word girl. I love getting in the Word. The Word is our it's our barometer, it's our compass, uh, it's our life coach, uh, it is our, our manual of how to live, how to live on this earth and, and serve the Lord. So anyway, grab your Bible and let's get started. Matthew chapter 26, you got it? All right, let's go. Starting with verse 26. As they were, see- were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed it, and broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. For this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say to you, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine now on, now, from now on until that day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. <coughs> Excuse me. And when they had sung a hymn, they went out to the Mount of Olives. Then Jesus said to them, All of you will be made to stumble because of me this night. For it is written, I will strike the shepherd, and the sheep of the flock will be scattered. But after I have been raised, I will go before you to Galilee. Peter answered and said to him, Even if all are made to stumble because of you, I will never be made to stumble. Jesus said to him, Assuredly, I say to you that this night before the rooster crows, you will deny me three times. Peter said to him, Even if I have to die with you, I will not deny you. And so said all the disciples. Then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane and said to the disciples, Sit here while I go and pray over there. Now remember this, he he is about to be crucified. And when he took With him, Peter, and the two sons of Zebedee, he began to be sorrowful and deeply distressed. Then he said to them, My soul is exceedingly sorrowful, even to death. Stay here and watch with me. And he went a little further and fell on his face and prayed, saying, Oh, my father, if it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, not as I will, but as you will. Then he came to the disciples and found them sleeping and said to Peter, What? Could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. Again, a second time, he went away and prayed saying, Oh, my father, if this cup cannot pass away from me unless I drink it, your will be done. And he came and found them asleep again for their eyes were heavy. So he left them, went away again and prayed the third time saying the same words. Then he came to his disciples and said to them, Are you still sleeping and resting? Behold, the hour is at hand, and the Son of Man is being betrayed into the hands of sinners. So we just read several scriptures there. 
and because I think it's good to get an overall feeling for the passage of what's happening. Um, you don't want to just pick a scripture out of context. You want to get an overall feeling of, of what the context is. But now let's go back and let's begin to look at that. So the first couple of verses, it's talking about Jesus took uh, the bread, he blessed it and broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them saying, drink from it, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many. So let's talk about that for just a moment. The Lord's Supper or communion. So Jesus took the bread. It was a symbol of what he would do. His body was going to be broken for us. Mm-hmm. He, he spared no expense, Don. No, he couldn't, pay, he couldn't pay for it with anything more precious right. than his own life, right? That's right. <laughs> he thought we were to die for. I love that song. Uh, it says, you, were, you thought I was worth saving. Thank God. <laughs> so you came and changed my life. <laughs> he thought we were worth it all. Mm-hmm. He thought we were worth the ultimate cost and price. All of heaven. All of heaven. I mean, he gave his he gave, only begotten yeah. <laughs> son, the, the jewel, the crown jewel. He gave it all. Uh, the father gave the son. The son gave his life. And so this is what he's talking about. He said he took the bread and he blessed it. It was a symbol of what he would do and become. He was the bread. Jesus was the bread from heaven. Remember, he mm-hmm. was the manna. He was mm-hmm. the bread from heaven. And consequently blessed. He blessed it. Uh, his body was broken at, at Calvary, and he gave the results of this action, right, to the world. What he did, he did it for the world. He gave his body. He gave his life. He gave his will. He gave his heart. He sacrificed it all because of what? For love. He did it all for love. You know, you, I think about as a mom, you know, Don and I were both moms and grandparents, and what you would do for your child, I mean, you would, and your grandchildren, you'd give it all. Mm-hmm. You'd give any and everything. And we have many times. Yes, to well, we yeah, parents give. <laughs> give till and, it hurts. <laughs> and the, but, but the father, what an example the father mm-hmm. is that he gave his only begotten, his beloved, precious son for us. And Jesus then gave his body as the bread of heaven. Jesus broke it. Remember, he's talking about telling them, you know, he took the bread. Mm -hmm. He blessed it. Well, Jesus, his body was blessed. He was blessed. Mm -hmm. He broke Broke it. it. Mm -hmm. He became broken so that he could understand and have be touched with the feelings of our brokenness. Because we're all, you know, we all deal with brokenness in one form or another in life. I wish getting saved meant we just... uh, Everything was hunky dory then, and all life was great. But you no, and me both. <laughs> I mean, but it doesn't. It doesn't mean we don't deal with life. Right. We all have life. Life happens. life happens, and there's things around us all the time. There's trials. There's loss. There's mm-hmm. there's pain, but there's hope. Amen. I have the yeah. hope of glory. Right. I have the hope of good God's goodness in my life, and no matter what it looks like, yeah. there's always hope. And I cannot imagine facing this world no. without hope. No. No. <laughs> Well, you know, it says in the word that it rains on the just and the unjust. Mm-hmm. And uh, in this world, you'll have tribulation, but be of good, good cheer. cheer. Good cheer. Because I have overcome. Because he overcame the world, I can overcome the world. 
So let's look at this and just, we're just gonna take a couple of minutes and really think about this because we're talking about communion. What does communion really mean? It means fellowship. Mm -hmm. You know, when you're communing with someone, you're talking you're, uh, about things that really matter. You're doing life with them. You're fellowshipping, you're breaking bread. You're, you know, what's going on in your world? Where's the brokenness in your world? Can I pray for you? Can I talk, you know, let's visit. And then think about when you're having dinner at your house and you invite someone over for dinner. God gave us the Lord's Supper. That's that's our yeah. communion. And, and, and a time, it's a time when we relax a little bit and just talk and just be friends mm -hmm. and just, you know, so that he gave us that supper mm -hmm. just like we have dinner you know, with our family, we can sit around and talk and talk about our day and do whatever and, and deal with the business of life. Right. And, and he loves that. Yeah. <laughs> he wants and, that. <laughs> and we couldn't have that fellowship. We couldn't have that with him, with the Lord, if he hadn't sacrificed everything, right? He did it because he loved us. He did it because of fellowship. He wanted fellowship and communion with us. So Jesus is, he's showing them. Mm -hmm. He's being an example of how to do communion, but he's being an example because he is communion. Mm -hmm. He is the bread. Mm -hmm. He is the wine. And so they he took the bread and he blessed it and he broke it, signifying his body would be broken. And then he gave the results of this action at Calvary to the whole world for all who would believe. Then he took the cup, right? Mm -hmm. And he gave thanks and gave it to them saying, drink ye all of it. Drink all of it. Don't leave any in the cup. Don't leave any. Drink it all. To take and receive into your body, into your life, what that represents. Uh, the cup is meant to serve as a symbol of his shed blood at Christ, which was for the remission of sins. For he said, this is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for many for the remissions of sin. I'm so thankful it wasn't just to cover sin because in the Old Testament, you know why? Mm -hmm. They, they were constantly having to sacrifice, kill animals. There was a lot of shedding I'm so of blood. grateful we don't have oh, to do that. <laughs> go find the animal. Thank God we don't have to go to church yeah. and bring a chicken, you know, yeah. or bring a lamb. To and be. then it only covered it. You right, it only covered it. Mm -hmm. It couldn't remove the sin mm -hmm. problem. Mm -hmm. It couldn't remove the sin principle in our life. And he, he, he poured out his blood for the remission to wipe it out. He wiped out my sin. He wiped out your sin. He canceled it. He removed the sin principle, the power of it, to have dominion over sin shall no longer exert dominion over you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Because we, I don't know about you, but I cannot fix myself. I cannot save myself. I cannot change myself. I can't have enough willpower uh, to do it. I can't have enough to-do lessons and life coaching to change myself. I have to have the power of the blood of Jesus. Mm -hmm. Me too. <laughs> I mean, what would we do without that? So the, in the Old Testament, they were shedding blood all the time to just cover and cover and cover. And then the high priest, he was a man with like passions and sins. You know, he mm -hmm. had to have it shed for him too. Right. But Jesus. <laughs> but Jesus. But Jesus, the sinless sacrifice, he, he, he was tempted in every way that you and I were. Every way. Whoever's listening today and whomever may be watching by Facebook Live today or if you go back and view it later off of our, our Facebook page, Greater Roshki Ministries, you think about all the areas in your life. How many times would you have had to have bloodshed if you're in the Old Testament? Well, I think I'd, st I'd still be at the altar probably. Yes, still, right, me too. I mean, how many times? And still, get this, get this in your heart. Still, it wouldn't change you. It wouldn't change 
your nature and your character. The law only pointed out what was sin, and but there wasn't the power to not sin. Mm-hmm. It just he covered. The sin had to be covered. But Jesus was tempted in every way. I know sometimes we think, well, nobody's going through what I've gone through. Nobody's had as much tresh, as pressure or stress <laughs> or trials or tribulations or temptations. But the Bible says that uh, there is no temptation that is taking you, but such as is common to man. But God who is faithful, who will not suffer you or allow you to be tempted above that which you are able, or you have the power to say no to, but will with a temptation make a way of escape. And if we get down far enough in this, we're also going to talk about what it means when he said, pray that you don't enter into temptation. Mm-hmm. We may, this may have to be a few programs. But so that power of sin, it, it will operate in your life if you don't know and understand, number one, that you have to be saved. You have to accept him as your savior. Ask him to forgive you of your sins. Confess your sins. He is faithful and he'll just. And he will forgive you of your sins and all the unrighteous. He'll wash it away. But then he gives. It's not just so your sins can be forgiven. It's so you can walk in newness of life. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> you and and really, truly, maybe you are listening today and you are being tempted. I mean, maybe there is a grip of pornography on your life. And maybe you just cannot seem to rid yourself of that. I want to tell you, there's not enough self-will. There's not enough power in yourself. But there is power in the name of Jesus and the blood of Jesus to transform you and to break the power and the dominion of that thing off of you. The blood of Jesus. See, he shed his blood for many, for the remission, for the cancellation. You know, he, the, the sentence that was against us, he nailed to the cross. The, the edict, what was written over your life is like if a, a judge, judge would um, say, uh, you're going to prison for 10 years and, and maybe you did the crime and maybe you know you deserve the punishment. But what if that sentence, even that just sentence that was written against you, and you let Jesus come, mm-hmm. and you let him nail it to the cross and cancel your debt. That's what he does. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. And it's not just so that you can live in eternity forever, which is the most important, greatest thing uh, for salvation, but it's salvation on this earth. It's the word soteria. It's rescue. It's deliverance. Mm-hmm. It's to be made whole. It's to, to be healed. To be set free so that you can walk in abundance and overcome an overcoming life today. That doesn't listen. I am not for a second pretending that I all my actions and attitudes are perfect, but I know to I know where to run whenever I need them. Like Lord, when you're constantly seeking him to help you help you be like him, right? (laughs) Right, help me, transform me. And he does. So communion is is wonderful. I love communion and sometimes I, I take it by myself at home or you know, and in our church, we can, uh, the communion elements are in the back, and, and during worship, you can quietly go back there, and you can uh, take communion, and you can just let God just, you know, just be thankful, and, and think about the blood. It was for the remission of sins, uh, washing you, cleanses. Think about his body being broken. Think about what happened to his body, Don. Mm-hmm. They put a crown of thorns on his head. We're not talking little thorns. We're talking 
thorns like spikes and they pressed it mm-hmm. into his skull, which tells me. That's where we battle the most. Where we battle is the mind, <laughs> mm-hmm. and that's one of the places that he shed his blood was in the skull. He, where was he crucified? Golgotha, the place of the, the skull. skull. Mm-hmm. So that he paid the price for the battle in your mind, the battle of your will, the battle of your soul. And that's your our mind, biggest battle ever. <laughs> biggest battle, because that's where the enemy comes to attack us, to entice you mm-hmm. to sin. Or to lie to you until you can't be set free from it. He's a liar. The truth is not in him. So what else happened to his body? He's talking. They said his body, he took the bread and he broke it, symbolizing his body. Where else was he broken? What else happened to his body? They put stripes upon his back. Stuck a spear in his mm-hmm. side. And, and, and the stripes, though, was for healing. For, healing. Mm-hmm. for every major disease, there was a stripe put on his back. It's so that he can be, I mean, they took a cat of nine tails and it ripped the flesh off. It ripped it off. I mean, he, like he's a common criminal. Criminal, they're beating him and he's sinless. Mm-hmm. He willing, willingly laid down for this. He willingly allowed it because of his great love. So they put the, uh, the, the nails in his hands and feet nailed him to the cross so that whatever we put our hands to it can be cleansed and purified our works our our hands Mm -hmm. that's the way i look at it his feet wherever our paths go we can walk in that righteousness and holiness and he clear the way before us they also uh what you mentioned about uh the the spear spear in the side yes uh and there was water and blood that ran out you know those things those those situations, what we rub up against, those thorns in the side, those mm-hmm. things that, that are difficult. He, he took and paid the price for it. I they like, pulled out his beard even. Yeah. I like that line in that new song, Clean, where it says, You bled red and washed me white. Yes. He bled yeah. red and he washed me Praise white. It God. purchased everything that I did. Yeah. Or could do. Right. Because, uh, you know, I don't know about you, but when I became a... Christian, I also had to start letting God change the way I did things. Yeah. And he still does every day. Yeah. So that I'm not a sinner, Mm -hmm. but I was a sinner and I needed a savior. Right. And he, he bled red and washed me white. Amen. And we're, we're no longer, that's not our identity anymore. Right. Right. Sinner. We're cleansed. We're Praise God. We're clean. That's not who I'm known. Yeah. I'm, I'm known in heaven as a child of the Most High God. I'm no, yeah. I mean, he sees Jesus when yeah. he sees me. Oh, he doesn't even see the old flesh. He doesn't even see the old dawn. He sees the, the purchased, the blood-bought, the redeemed dawn. Yeah. <laughs> the redeemed and that's where he oper- yeah. yeah, and that's where he operates from. Yeah. He doesn't operate that's from my old sin. Yeah, he doesn't operate from my old sin nature. Yeah. He operates from the newness yeah. that he gave me. And we're getting that. We're, right. we're, we're starting. Yeah. Thank God. Does it, do I have it all together? No, no. but I'm working on it's it. It's a process. It's <laughs> yes. a, it's a a revelation, which means it keeps revealing. Right. It's a revealing. It's an I mean, uncovering. Sometimes you don't even realize you've been doing something that wasn't quite right. And then all of a sudden God will softly go, you know, there's a better way. Yeah. Right. You go, well, duh. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Lord. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Now help me to do it. Yeah. Now help me to do it. He doesn't just say there's a better way. Now figure out how to get it. Right. I I love, and last week we talked about Philippians 2.13. It is his spirit, Mm -hmm. his spirit, his Holy Spirit 
that is all the while, means all the time, at work in us, causing us both to will and to, to do. do. To will and to do. To will and to do of his good pleasure. That word, at work in us, is energeo, which means the energizing, active, operative power of God in us. It's not up to your own devices. Praise God. Praise God. God. And, and I went, as I was ministering last night, uh, this message, I talked about how that there have been times I haven't had the will or the want to, to even change. But what I do whenever I'm in a situation like that where, man, my attitude, I just, I'm just not, I don't want to change. I don't want to conform to you that. Mean but I you say, get an attitude still? I, yes, I do sometimes, <laughs> and I have to repent. But if I'll just say, Lord, I don't have the will to do that, but I will to have the will. Mm-hmm. I don't have the want to for that to change or to do that, but I want to have the want and that to. That can so happen in forgiveness it. too, yeah, right? You right. can say, Lord, I don't like what that person did to me and I don't want to forgive right. them, but I want to want to. I want to want to. Yeah. Give me the will to want mm-hmm. to and help me, Father. And, and he his, will. And his energeo. Right. It's one of the four big energy words. Yes. Right? That Greek word, energeo, work, operative, power. Energy, energy is where we get our word energy. Energizing. Because whatever you're going through is trying to suppress that in yeah, you. Yeah, right. Right? It's, yeah. it's trying to come against that energy, right? Right. So he gives me the energy and the will mm-hmm. to forgive someone. Right. Or to change mm-hmm. something about me or accomplish a task. It doesn't matter what you're facing or what you need to do today. I mean, I need it every day. Right. I need it to get out of bed some days. Mm-hmm. Got to have the energy. I need of God. It to do the dishes. Sometimes. I know. Sometimes you know you just we're we're human and we don't want to do some things right. sometimes. Right. But God. But God. But the energy on mm-hmm. the energizing work power of the Holy Spirit accomplishing within us what we could not do on on our own. Hallelujah. Thank God for that. So Jesus is talking to them. He is literally illustrating to them what he's going to do and then how we can do this in remembrance of him for, I mean, through we're still doing it. Right. We still do it. Right. Uh, remembering his sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Remembering he paid it all. He did it all. He worked to work that has never been undone. Nobody can undo what he did on the cross. He was the ultimate sacrifice, the sinless one who poured out his lifeblood, his body was broken so that he could relate to us. He was tempted in every way we were tempted. He, and he did it without sin. He did it without sin. How difficult, how hard would it be if Jesus came down, now he was fully man and he was fully good. What if he was only, uh, he was fully man and fully God. What if he was only fully God when he came down? What if he just, he walked in that only, and he didn't suffer like we suffer. Right. We didn't, he, he wasn't tempted. Didn't know like him as tempted. a man. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. He, he, didn't, he didn't feel the stripes. He didn't feel the crown of thorns. He didn't feel the testing of the enemy. Why don't you throw yourself down off of this mountain? Uh, why don't you turn, when he's been fasting for 80 days, why don't you turn this uh, rock into bread? It, look, survey all the world. I will give you all the kingdoms if you'll just fall down and serve me. What if he was only saying but no he had all the, the power kingdoms. of God? He had all the kingdoms. Yeah. He owned all the kingdoms. Right. <laughs> but it was, 
Satan was trying to entice and appeal to his flesh as a man because he was fully God, fully man. He could have, like the old song, called 10,000 angels to deliver him, but he did not. He went through the whole cycle, the whole process. The complete work. Complete work. Uh, so that we could walk in victory in our mind, our will, our emotions, our body, our finances, our health, our relationships, and all of that. And we're walking in it. We're learning to walk that and out. That's what we're doing. We're in the complete, we're walking out the complete work in our lives now, right? Right. He's already paid for the remission, for our sins. He's already paid for the, the things that we've done wrong or will do wrong. But we're now we're walking out our process to be like him. Yeah. To, to accept all to of heaven, it. to mirror it, and to love people, and to do what needs mm-hmm. to be done, because we have something to do. Amen. He didn't just put us here to go, okay, y'all live your lives. I hear people say that, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just going to live my life. Well, that's not what he put us here for. He put us here to affect change in other people's right, lives. Exactly. Right. And you or can the, af- otherwise he'd taken us to heaven. Right. Yeah. I mean, are you can affect change poorly, or you can affect change for the good of God and yeah. for the love of God and for His people. And boy, I want to do it for the love. Yeah. You know. Right. I don't like it when I when I hurt someone. I mean, I'm not perfect, and I've made mistakes, and I've hurt people before, and it breaks my heart. Shoot, it breaks my heart if somebody thinks I did something wrong while I'm driving and I didn't do anything and they, they're over there doing it. I'm like, wait, I'm in my lane. I'm looking around. and it. But it, all day long, I'll think, God, did I do something wrong? You know, it just affects me. I don't like to hurt people. Right. <laughs> but God. But God. <laughs> and, and I want to affect people for good. Amen. Amen. Well, Dawn, we are going at breakneck speed. We've gone through... Two verses. <laughs> Three. Three verses. Three verses. <laughs> and we're already winding down to the top half of our program. Where we're, but don't go anyway because we're going to start back up in a moment. But um, I just want to remind you guys that you can go to our website at luada.org, L-O-U-A-D-A.org. And uh, there's lots of free resources. I mean, there's radio podcasts that you can go back of previous ones and listen to. There's... Uh, Video, uh, YouTube videos of our actual TV program, Be Free, that airs on Impact Christian Network on Dish, Direct, Spectrum, and all that. And that free. And I invite you to go and do that because I believe it will minister to you. But there's also some stuff on our store, and we have a DVD series out called uh, 2018 God's Open Door. Mm-hmm. And face the whirlwind and uh, breath I, of God. Breath of God. The King is in the field. King is in the field. There's all kinds oh, of good ones. Baptism and fire of the baptism Holy Spirit. Baptism and fire of the Holy Spirit. And whenever you order those things, it's a blessing to you. I, the only reason we do it is because we believe that it's a message from the Lord and it will bless you. But it blesses our ministry too. So we invite you to go to Luetta.org and uh, you can uh, get what you want there. Also call our prayer line. 866-241-0579. We have anointed prayer ministers there to pray for you and minister to you. 866-241-0579. Don't go away. We will be right back. 